Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 25th of November. Major parts of Australia are bracing for more storms and heavy rain as flash flooding hits the east coast with more wild weather on the way. The major weather event, La Nina, is already seeing record rainfall, flooding homes, local creeks and roads across southeast Queensland and New South Wales. Brisbane has seen torrential downpours this week and in the northwest of New South Wales, Gunnedah has seen the heaviest November rain in more than 70 years, washing away crops as residents desperately sandbag their homes. Here is Blake Mitchell on Channel 7 from Gunnedah. We don't know if the water's going to come up more or drop more or we're at the mercy of the weather now. Other parts of New South Wales have recorded their wettest month in more than 100 years, with Sydney smashed again overnight as Warragamba Dam hits capacity. Jane Golding from the Weather Bureau says there is more wild weather on the way. The next few days, widespread rain, storms will produce some really intense bursts and um, out of, of, of rain, but also the wind coming out. Flash flooding is a real concern when the creeks are already high and the ground is already wet. Byron Bay is today on COVID alert with at least two new local cases. A backpackers hostel has been shut down with more than 80 backpackers identified as close contacts and are now in isolation. It comes as hundreds of HSC students are set to descend on the holiday hotspot for end of school celebrations. Meantime, the Queensland government has confirmed it won't reopen its borders early and will stay with the December 17 date. Deputy Queensland Premier Stephen Miles says it will give local businesses time to get ready for the mandatory vaccine requirements. It would be much simpler for them if that was a fixed date and so we are confirming that that will be the 17th of December. This will allow businesses to prepare... To South Australia, in just days after its border reopened, the state has recorded two new COVID cases. One of the new infections is a Victorian girl who arrived with her family to visit relatives in Adelaide. They've now been sent back home and into quarantine. Hundreds of visitors are expected to head to South Australia by both air and road over the next few days. And Premier Stephen Marshall says it's a huge boost for the local tourism industry. That means jobs for people in a very important sector, a sector that's been doing it disproportionately harder than just about any other sector in South Australia. A 55-year-old man has spent his third night behind bars but is still not being charged over the disappearance of Victorian campers Russell Hill and Carol Clay. Former Jetstar pilot Greg Lynn was taken into custody earlier this week but the Herald is reporting he'd been under surveillance for months before armed officers swooped. Carol's sister, Jill Walker, says they just want closure. If this can be resolved, we can then let go, have a memorial and move on. But until that happens, we can't. Overseas now into the US, where a Wisconsin judge has set the bail for the man accused of being behind the wheel in the Christmas parade tragedy at $5 million. Judge Kevin Costello says he has not seen a case like this in his nearly 40-year-long career. Two detectives, not lay people, detectives, uh, not only try to stop this, but rendered an opinion that this was an intentional act. You're presumed innocent, sir, uh, but that's what the allegations are. 
um, and I've not seen anything like this in my very long career. Another child injured in the tragedy died yesterday in hospital. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales and police divers have joined the William Tyrrell search on the mid-north coast, looking through water tanks at Kendall for any sign of the little boy's remains. Our reporter, Cherie Coleman, has the latest from Port Macquarie. Tash, divers used a camera mounted on a pole to inspect two water tanks on the Kendall property. Officers also scoured a creek bed and surrounding bush, desperate for any clues into little William's disappearance. It's a tedious task, with each bucket of dirt being combed through by hand under the watchful eye of forensic experts. Rain is also proving a nuisance, causing the creek to partially fill up. Today, police divers will search a dam at the end of the creek. And to Queensland, where a man's in hospital after being hit by a car after allegedly trying to protect his son from a street brawl. Police say the fight broke out after two carloads of men arrived at a home carrying baseball bats and machetes. Our reporter, David Shiraz, has the details from Brisbane. Good morning, Tash. It's believed the man arrived at the Macadamia address in Caboolture South close to seven last night. Police allege a group of young men in the house became involved in a brawl when one of the men's dads stepped in. It's at that point the carloads of men are accused of firing shots before attempting to take off, hitting the 51-year-old in the process. He's been taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and is assisting police. All members of the brawl are accounted for, except for the driver of the car that hit the father. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. A very serious situation unfolding in Europe with COVID cases skyrocketing and countries like Germany now considering full lockdowns. That's right. It follows Austria last week going into full lockdown and making vaccinations compulsory. This also comes as economic readings from Europe's purchasing managers were strong. But the concern is a bout of lockdowns and virus-related restrictions will again slow down EU economies or even create recessions. Full lockdowns will do that. And Peter, why should we be concerned about the developments unfolding in Europe? How much of an impact is that going to have on our recovery here in Australia? Well, the bottom line is Australia is one of the greatest exporters in the world per head of population. And it also keeps borders closed for our uh, tourist industry, our uh, airlines. So it just holds back economic growth and therefore that's job creation. Harvey Norman did incredibly well during the lockdown financially, but now they've seen a plunge in profits. Yep, the CEO Harvey Norman, Katie Page, has explained the sales and profit problem in terms of, well, there were lockdowns in Sydney, Melbourne and country regions, closing down 168 stores. But she's positive about the looming festive season because of high vaccination rates, elevated household savings and a booming housing market. Retail experts expect us to spend $60 billion on Christmas this year alone. Incredible. And Peter, we know there's a labour shortage across the country at the moment. Now one of Australia's biggest apartment builders is desperate for workers and buyers. That's right. Harry Triggerboff of Meriton is cheering the Morrison government's decision to allow fully vaccinated skilled adults and students to enter Australia. The majority of our buyers are Chinese, Indians and other Asians, Mr Triggerboff told The Australian. But he added that those coming needed to be as young as possible and keen to work to fix our worker shortage problem. Peter, thank you. Cheers. 
Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomason. Brett, the search is on for Australia's next test captain with an appointment expected as soon as tomorrow. Yeah, they've appointed a five-person panel. George Bailey, Tony Donamate, the CEO and the chairman are a part of that and Mel Jones as well, former player and current board member, will decide who the next captain is. They have interviewed both Pat Cummins and Steve Smith, so we'd have to say those two are the front runners uh, for the, the role. Of course, Cummins, there are some reservations around him given his workload as a fast bowler. The Courier Mail's Robert Craddock is tipping Cummins will get the nod, though. Following our last two captains resigning in tears, I think you've got to go for someone who upgrades the image of the position. And we don't expect Pat to be a choir boy, but he's a very clean living lad. Now, neither uh, Usman Khawaja or Travis Head took the chance to cement their place in the Aussie batting lineup for the first Ashes test. Khawaja was dismissed for four runs batting for Queensland. Head was gone for eight in South Australia's innings. Feet used. Oh, and a great catch. That is an unbelievable grab by Matt Renshaw. Good signs, though, for Manus Labuschagne, who top scored with 110 for the Bulls. In the WBBL finals, they kicked off last night at the Adelaide Oval. Amanda Jade Wellington took a record five for eight, unplayable the leg spinner as the strikers Tash beat the Brisbane Heat by eight wickets. And there were cheers mixed with plenty of tears for teenagers around the country trying to realise their AFL dreams at the National Draft last night. And we'll start at the top. North Melbourne has its man snaring Jason Horn francis with pick one. The Kangaroos knock back multiple offers for that prize selection to secure the talented team who's been compared to a Lions legend in Michael Voss. Horn francis says he was kept in the dark until his name was read out. No, they, they didn't give much away. But, yeah, I'm just really grateful. And, yeah, it's a really special moment. Yeah, it's a little bit of relief there. Um, yeah, finally happened and we can finally get stuck into things. In some of the best reactions of the night, uh, they belong to Ben Hobbs, who broke down in t- as the Bombers read out his name at pick 13. While it was a party at Darcy Wilmot's house swamped by a group of mates, it was stacks on the mill when the Lions secured him at 16. Just my best footy I'll bring and uh, hard work and determination, just everything I've got in me, I'll just I'll bring it to the AFL. <laughs> Seems like a real character, that audio there, thanks to Fox Footy and the AFL draft continues tonight, Tash. Yeah, stacks on. And Paul Gallen's next fight, this is controversial, has been called off because of a positive COVID test. Yes, and this actually affects the NRL because it's the NRL's first positive COVID test. This is Josh Alloway, who is the manly forward, uh, was training to fight Paul Gallen and apparently BJ Leilua um, has also tested positive. So that fight has been postponed and obviously Gallen says that's major disappointing. I'd like, I'd like to see proof. I, I suppose I would, yeah. And um, But look, I, I don't want to claim a lie. I, I don't think he would lie about COVID, to be honest. He's hoping that is rescheduled for later in December. Absolutely. Oh, and just some uh, news I've seen come through, by the way, on the Twitter sphere this morning, Tash, and that is we are reportedly the preferred candidate uh, to host the Rugby World Cup. We've got uh, one to get through next year, but uh, after that, Australia in the box seat to get that tournament. Oh, that's exciting. What year? 2027. Cannot wait. We'll be 21 by then. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. And after a challenging few years for the music industry, last night it was time for Australian artists to shine and celebrate. The Kid Leroy edged out Keith Urban, Kylie Minogue and Vance Joy for Artist of the Year. He also took out Best Pop Release for his hit Stay, featuring Justin Bieber. While teenage rising star Budjura broke down in tears after being named Breakthrough Artist of the Year. This is a lot heavier than I thought I was going to be. I want to say thank you to my parents, uh, my mum and my dad who travelled with me. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, I didn't expect to cry, but I'm, I'm crying and I sound weird. Bless him. Congratulations to all the winners. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.